Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show with me, Ryan Huang. On Mind Your Business today, we head into the world of startups and the help that entrepreneurs need to succeed. In focus is the Business Innovations Generator or BIG or Big Incubation Program, one of the flagship initiatives by the Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Singapore Management University or SMUIIE in short. They run a four-month-long incubation program for budding ventures that has resulted in the accumulation of nearly half a billion Sing dollars in funding as of January 2023. And the January cohort this year saw the highest applications of 138 startups, of which 30 were selected. Let's find out more about the big incubation program that empowers entrepreneurs and startups to flourish. And this is with Shirley Wong, entrepreneur in residence at SMUIIE, who is also managing partner at TNF Ventures. She's also an entrepreneur who has more than 28 years of experience in the IT and technology industry. And back in 2020, she was actually honoured as one of the 100 women who achieved outstanding accomplishments and made significant contributions in tech. And this is in the inaugural Singapore 100 Women in Tech list. Shirley, welcome to the show. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. And joining her is Lao Jia Tai. He is the co-founder of Three Dots Enterprise, a Singapore-based venture-backed social enterprise that tackles the problem of food loss and wastage in Southeast Asia. Good morning, Jia Tai. Hi, good morning. Hey, great having you guys on. Now, let's start with Shirley. Now, Shirley is actually someone with many hats. She serves on the board of the NKF, the Yellow Ribbon Singapore, uh, she's also currently a member of the Civil Aviation Authority of Singapore. And you've got also hats with the PDPA Advisory Board, SIA Engineering Technology Advisory Board. So you're very active, not just in the startup scene, but in many industries. I think that gives you a great overview of what's happening around Singapore and the economy. What can you tell us about the startup landscape we have back home right now, Shirley? Well, you know, I think maybe we should take a step back and take a look at from a global perspective. As you know, entrepreneurship and the startup industry has been growing globally, and mainly it's because it stimulates the economy. And largely, it is driven by factors such as technological investment, mm. access to funding, and of course, you know, different countries have many different support ecosystems. And uh, I must say that in recent years, you can see that startups has been actually largely responsible for significant innovation and disruption across the industries. So the trend is definitely growing and a lot of opportunities, you know, out there. As for in Singapore, I think, you know, it has been uh, striving to foster a very vibrant uh, startup ecosystem. which position ourselves um, as a regional hub for entrepreneurship. So as you know, our government has implemented various initiatives and programs to support startups, uh, including, you know, uh, many different kinds mm. of uh, funding schemes. And of course, you have incubators such as, you know, SNUs, IIE, as well as accelerators. So as you know, Singapore is uh, reputed for offering very favorable business environment and strong intellectual property protection, which is actually very important for the uh, startup ecosystem. 
And of course, we also do have very well-developed infrastructure. So that really makes, you know, all these uh, important uh, elements coming together advantages for our startups. And of course, Singapore has, I would say that Singapore has all the uh, distinctive um, attributes or hallmarks of a thriving startup ecosystem. Yeah. And therefore, we are actually seeing many startups, you know, from all over the world choosing to bring their innovation and venture here, not just our very own startups. So you are seeing it, you know, people coming from different countries. Yeah, surely. So quite a positive picture you're painting of these startups uh, seen here in Singapore. So what do startups in Singapore need and how do you plug that gap where you are at the Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship at SMU? Well, what the startups will need, of course, you know, is a very robust and a comprehensive ecosystem uh, to support them, be it funding, be it, you know, nurturing their ideas. So, you know, such as uh, in SMU, as earlier mentioned, that uh, we do have the, uh, our VIG program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure your listener will be very interested to know more about this because it is an intensive four-month equity-free pro- program. And we offer that to, you know, uh, th- this program is uh, open to all entrepreneurs, wannabe, and we offer them an opportunity to validate their product and get ready for investment. So, you know, the founders who are accepted into the program, they can certainly expect to gain access to our wide network of mentors, uh, grant opportunities, master classes, and many more. So another interesting program uh, to help boost this whole ecosystem, I would say it is very unique uh, and which is offered by SMU, is the Protege Ventures. I think this is the uh, Southeast Asia's first and only nationwide training program come student venture fund program. So Protege Ventures actually train our students to be tech-savvy entrepreneur leaders mm-hmm. by equipping them with essential skills and mindset to conquer the world of the venture capital and navigate disruptive economies. So it is important to really, you know, go deep to understand how the venture capitalists actually invest. And this program will equip to better prepare themselves. Yeah, surely. It goes beyond the money, right? You have to also support them holistically. So let's bring Jia Tai into the conversation. Jia Tai, what inspired you and your two two co-founders first to start Three Dots? And give us that overview of what Three Dots is doing when it comes to tackling the issue of food waste and how it's helping to modernize the supply chain when it comes to food right now. What is the level of food waste you're looking at? For us, I did my studies personally in Germany uh, for my study exchange. So when I was there, what we saw in the European countries was that there is a lot of uh, initiatives around food wastage, especially one that, uh, that that really impacted me was that when I was in supermarkets, I can see like huge corners that they are selling like expiry products or anything that's like blemish, etc. But when we come back to Singapore, we realize, hey, actually this concept of ugly food they're selling to public is not really modernized, not just in Singapore, but also not in Southeast Asia. So that's kind of where my, me and my co-founders have the idea like, hey, maybe we can bring this concept back to Southeast Asia and starting ground will be Singapore. But of course, we feel that in a consumer market, this is relatively new concept that may not be accepted in, in the next couple of years. And that's where we pivoted and kind of target more towards businesses 
because we find that businesses mm. are a lot more understandable about this. Yeah, so uh, in summary, it seems like you help businesses to figure out what to do with their excess food and how to monetize it. So it's win-win for everyone. So it also helps reduce food waste, of course. Why is it called Tree Dots? It's T-R-E-E Dots. Yes. So it's kind of like a wordplay because it's three of us, three ah. founders, and we want to spin it with a bit of sustainability angle. So we changed the word three, like three people. Okay, three I get it now. Okay, yeah. let's look at how you, I guess, went through that journey of entrepreneurship as a startup. What kind of support and resources do you need urgently in those initial phases? And what do you get from SMU IIE? I think initially, IIE helped us with a lot of grant application telling us about all the opportunities out there. And I think that was where we kind of established our first uh, mini fund to validate ideas, to test ideas out there. Of course, I think running a startup is not easy given that you kind of need to be a master of everything, right? you know, all, all kinds of aspects of a business. And I think IE come in with the angle of bringing on mentors that can guide us in different areas from finance to operations, technology, etc. So it, it really gives us a good base to start and, and kind of give us a head start against other startups who has no guidance. Ah, okay. So you kind of learned a bit about everything, how to manage your finances, your cash flow. So it's almost like going back to school. Yeah, kind of like a crash course. <laughs> well, I'm glad that worked out for you. Now, Shirley, um, you're quite passionate about entrepreneurship and you're also engaged in various judging events such as the President's Science and Technology Awards the National Infocom Awards and Asia-Pacific ICT Awards. So when you look at some of these events and your past experience, what would you say are the most important skills for being a successful entrepreneur? Is everyone cut out to be an entrepreneur? Well, you know, as Josh, I mentioned, you know, being as a startup or an entrepreneur is not easy. But I think it can be rewarding if you have the right skills. So some of the skills needed to rock the business world and uh, to achieve business goals, to me, I think it is very important. And I think Jasha has just mentioned, Mm. you know, his curiosity, you know, his observation in problems. So to me, creativity and curiosity is very important for a successful startup because you need to know how to ask questions, explore new possibilities. And uh, because, you know, as we know, curiosity is the mother of invention, right? So entrepreneurs need to be creative thinkers who are always looking for innovative solutions to the problems that they see or experience. So, and they also need to come up with, of course, new and original ideas and be flexible enough, Mm. even when necessary. And the other important elements or skills is actually financial management. Entrepreneurs must have um, solid financial management skills and that's where, you know, coming into incubation program, this is where we can help them to hone that as well. And um, because they need to make sound and informed financial decisions as they move along, know when to best uh, mm. spend their money, manage their cash flow effectively. Yeah, that's a good point. And of course, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to turn that profit, right? Yeah. yeah. In what you are doing. So that part of a training is important. And um, the other part is, you know, to be gung-ho enough, you know, to learn how to network. You need to know people, influential people around you because they are the one who's, you know, who may help you to grow your business. So you need to connect with mentors, investors, clients, you know, who can support your venture and give you valuable insights. Right. We're speaking so, with uh, Shirley yeah. Wong. She's entrepreneur in residence at SMUIIE. 
and managing partner at TNF Ventures, plus Lao Jiatai, co-founder at Three Dots Enterprise. And one of the points that was raised was the importance of financial management. Now, Jiatai, I'm curious how you've gone through that process, being able to pick up some of these skills. So it's a bit of a crash course for me. What should I know if I'm running a startup when I'm looking at expanding my startup? You've expanded beyond Singapore and now you're operating in multiple countries. What are some of these challenges you face during this expansion and how do you figure out, no, I've got enough money to go overseas? When is that point you decide? I think for us, we from the onset, we do a lot of financial projection. So understanding your cash flow is extremely important, especially for us where we have an element of working capital given that we have to purchase goods and then we sell goods. So kind of like a cash flow turnaround and, and we need to understand this process very well, understanding how much money we're going we're gonna to spend when we're going to go into a new country. But apart from financial, I think the challenge is also in understanding the different landscape, like uh, how people are like in Malaysia, how people are like in Indonesia and like what Shirley said knowing people, being able to network, knowing influential people is extremely important, uh, especially in these developing countries. Of course, being able to know the right people also help you in hiring the right talent there as the countries are huge, right? There's a lot of people. Mm. But finding the right people for you to run the business with is actually one of the greatest challenges and, and we spend a lot of time on that. Yeah, definitely. And one of the terms I hear about is burn rate, which is the pace at which a company that is not yet generating profits consumes its cash reserves. So when it comes to three dots, how much are you projecting your burn rate to be before you, know, you need to raise more capital in a sense because you are expanding overseas and I imagine that is going to take up quite a bit of cash. I think in general, the economical landscape these couple of years hasn't been extremely good. So we have been trying to keep it bare minimal. Uh, in fact, we are trying to, to go towards profitability as soon as possible. So I think the concept of burn rate might be very applicable in startups many years ago. Mm. But I think in current recent years, this, this is no longer the way of how startups are going to run. And people are not going to be, startups are not going to be burning excessively just to grow in an uncontrolled manner. Okay. And you mentioned earlier you pivoted away from the consumer space and you're focusing on B2B. So what's next for Three Dots when you're looking to succeed in reshaping the food supply chain? I think we see food supply chain in having a gap that ultimately results in food waste due to imperfect information and also a very immature infrastructure and supply chain flow. So apart from helping with the distribution of the food products, helping suppliers to move those products that is slow moving for them, uh, we are also now offering logistics services because the whole idea here is that we one of logistics itself is one of the biggest contributor to carbon footprint, given that how many times you see multiple trucks going to the same hawker center to deliver yeah. the food from the same, but they all left from the same area. So what we're trying to do is to streamline this, reduce the carbon footprint for logistics delivery by offering like a standardized delivery service to all our suppliers. All and right. at the same time, this fleet runs our delivery as well. So it's a win-win for everybody. So making the logistics smarter in that sense. Now finally, yes. Shirley, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking to navigate the current landscape for startups and hope to achieve success? I'm sure you've seen many mistakes along the way. What are some of the things you would like to highlight? Yeah, I think what Josh had earlier mentioned is that he pivoted halfway through, right? So I would say that be open and be ready to pivot when your idea or business model yields undesirable return. And always on the lookout what your competitors are doing. Benchmark yourself against them and listen to your customer. That's very, very important, right? To And truly respond to what the market wants and not what you think they need. 
Okay, and SMU IIE. Do I need to be an alumni of SMU to join your program? No, as I said, you know, we uh, it is open uh, to mm-hmm. all uh, entrepreneurs wannabe. So if you're interested, come in and uh, just apply. Uh, tell us your ideas and we evaluate. I have a panel who will, you know, of course, the process is quite robust and stringent. Uh, but if you made it through the panel, uh, you're in and it will be a fun four months equity free program. All right, and of course, Shirley Wong, entrepreneur in residence at SMU IIE, is going to be one of the people you might potentially meet. We've also been chatting with Lao Jia Tai. He's the co-founder of Three Dots Enterprise. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having us. Stay Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.